0: Hello beautiful survivor, welcome and thank you for choosing to be here listening to Stroke Surviving the Odds, the podcast. Let me introduce myself, I'm Karina, and I suffered a brainstem dissection in March of 1999, so it's soon to be 24 years ago. The purpose of my show is very simple, it's to bring hope, empower, and inspire people. So intertwined within my story is a lot of the ways of life that I figured out by my own to make life that much easier as a survivor in this world. You know guys, they didn't have the po- the concept of uh, podcasts back then. Uh, nor did we have Facebook or Instagram and uh, Support groups galore Uh, I had to figure shit out for myself at the detriment of me and my family and my friends So if I can be there for you right now and bring you one little piece of information. I'm I'm super stoked. I'm super happy But I know that I'm going to be much more than that. My episodes are very valuable and you might want to go ahead and download them because there's so much information intertwined within my story that you are going to want to go back and maybe take some notes because that's what I do. (laughs) Who knows what you're going to do? My Facebook handle is stroke surviving the odds underscore the pod page and on Instagram I am surviving the odds underscore the podcast. Definitely share exactly what you're gonna do, how you've been dealing with life as a stroke survivor. Um, bring stuff to the table and uh, pay it forward. What worked for you? What didn't work? How can I better serve you in my future episodes? What piece of information could I do some research for or share my own personal experience? And bring it in the forefront and help you out. That is what I want to know. I've been talking to so many people, dozens and dozens of people this past month, and I found out that stroke survivors across the world uh, don't have what I've had here in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh, They don't have support. They are left for their own device. They have nothing concerning mental health. This podcast is a form of support, showing you that you are not alone. But I have awesome news. After talking and finding out parts of the world don't have support of any sort, I figured fuck this shit, I'm going to do my own, I'm going to be there for people. So I have news, you guys might want to take note of this. But uh, for XYZ reasons, people just can't either afford or they don't have it available to them. I don't care, guess what? I started my own Facebook group. It is called Survivors Inner Circle Meetings. We are having free Zoom meetings, support Zoom meetings for any kind of survivor. Every Monday between 1 and 1.45. The group, like I told you, is called Survivors Inner Circle and is 100% free. Of course, I am not the leader of the meeting. We all are. I'm just one of the other survivors that is part of the group that listens more than talk and I absorb and you're all feeding off each other's energy. So the group, has you covered, I have you covered. Every Monday between 1 and one forty-five. Alrighty then, I cleaned house, I gave you all the information. Now for today's topic, I definitely want to talk about joy. Because in today's world, it's very impossible, it's very difficult rather, To find joy. Because we have the weight on our hearts of what just happened. We have the weight on our minds and our shoulders of um, what's going on with our families, with our friends, the support that we need to bring to them. We tend to forget about ourselves. This podcast is all about you. It's all about taking time for you. Stroke-related things, lack of money, COVID, has left, has left you lifeless. And I want to show that to bring joy is easy if you simply pay attention. If you simply pay attention to what's around you, those little things that are going to bring you joy are everywhere. Did you know that the amount of joy you feel in your life is directly linked to positivity. So it's really, really fair to say, guys, that one influences the other. And positivity comes from mindset, right? It's all in the way we process and we perceive things. But there's a small catch. You have to be willing to work in order to improve. And you have to put effort into it, into finding that feeling of joy, I know, guys. I know. You're going to tell me, Karina, I put so much effort as a stroke survivor. I put so much effort in my physical rehabilitation, in in all my rehabs. How can I actually think of finding joy? It's not an extra thing that I'm telling you guys. It's actually part of your everyday life. What I want to bring to attention right now, to your attention right now, is that you have to pay attention to what's going on. As survivors, as stroke survivors, we tend to feel so much. And sometimes we even feel too much. We are so wrapped up in our own bubbles that we don't see what the heck is going on around and we have a hard time finding those silver linings. But they are everywhere, guys. I have good news. And your heart and your brain works. They're aligned when you when your emotions, because emotions are felt in the heart and in the brain, you know that, right? So when those two works, your body has no choice but to follow. And a lot of the pain that we have on a physical part, comes from our way of thinking and perceiving. If you notice, uh, that's why actually when people are depressed, when their mind is not functioning properly, they feel sluggish, they feel lazy, they, 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 they feel like the weight of the world is on their shoulders and their body aches. But if you change, we're not talking depression here, we're talking in general. If you allow yourself to simply see joy in everything, you see happiness, because joy is happiness. If you allow yourself to feel that, your body will not have a choice but to follow the happy feeling you're feeling. Make sense? I'm going to tell you guys a very brief story i have a sister that lives about an hour and a half from my house and whenever i go to her house i love her spirit and she finds she is someone that can find joy in everything she'll tell me you know what my sister i'm gonna go put that sweater that i like you know uh you know what my sister i'm gonna eat my my, I'm going to make myself this particular meal. You know what? I really like that meal. So the fact that she says that beforehand, she's kind of preparing her brain that it is something that she likes. And she is preparing it to receive, if that makes any sense. Now, that's the example I wanted to give you because I, I'm finding more and more in myself that I'm attracted to qualities other people have that I'm maybe lacking the amount of that I want. I'm capable of seeing the silver lining in everything. I am. But I can't catch myself before like she does. I can't say, I'm going to wear those pants, those sweatpants because they're so soft on my skin and they don't itch. or. They're so comfy. I, I I have a hard time saying that. I'm go- just gonna do it and say they feel so nice and so I'm gonna f- feel the emotion on the spot. But in order to find joy when we don't see joy or we don't see joy as much, we need to condition our brains to get ready to receive it, and come full circle around it. But if you notice, if you notice that in yourself, we all actually do that. We like qualities in other people that maybe we don't have enough of. Example, When I love when I come home, my dog welcomes me at the door. My little doggie, she's a Maltese, and she does her doggy stretches and downward dogs and all that and I just laugh I just I just love coming home because I know that she's going to be doing that you see I condition my brain to know that she's going to be doing that but on a regular basis I'll admit sometimes it is challenging but it's when things get challenging that we learn the most valuable lessons do you agree If you notice it can be a little bit challenging catching yourself in the act at that very moment say I like doing this, I like wearing this, I like saying this, I like feeling this. It can be a little bit challenging, yes, but if you know it's when things get challenging that we learn the best lessons. I know it sounds cliche, I know you've heard it a gazillion times before, but it's true. Happiness has two different components Satisfaction and positive experience Positive emotion, positive experiences can lead to pride, curiosity, enthusiasm, tranquility even. So the more you expose yourself to positive experiences the more joy you will have and if you remember in math which is not my strong suit But I seem to remember that a positive plus a positive equals a bigger positive. So what I'm going to do now is give you five tips on how to find joy in your day. Ways that I have noticed makes me extremely joyful. Number one is striking a conversation. In today's day and age, with COVID and everything, it could be a live conversation when you go to the grocery store, or it could be on a Zoom meeting. Okay, But if you you notice, when you're talking to someone that is happy-go-lucky and in a good mood and is laughing, you have no choice to feel in a good mood yourself. I just went on a Zoom meeting, and I just love hearing one of my... Uh, one of my uh, team members and uh, fellow strokey, when she laughs, I can't help but feel happy. Happy, happy, happy inside. And it's not just about laughing. It's also about, you know, when you meet someone and you exchange ideas and you say, Shit, I didn't think of that. Thank you so much. And... You know, or if you give advice to someone or you listen and you say, well, this is what I would do. It makes you feel powerful. It makes you feel like you've done something. You've served someone. It has no choice but increase your good mood. Number two is make a joy list. A lot of people call it a grateful list. But how about we call it a joy list? Because we're going to pre-frame, we're going to... Right away, say this is what I want more of. For those of you who listen to me on a regular basis, you know that I'm very adamant about journaling. Uh, I know the well-being that it uh, brings. And <clears throat> when you're in a down mood and you go back and you read those good stories you have in your diary, it ob- it, it, right away it uplifts you. When you make a joy list, you write down the names, the places, what you ate, what you wore, what was said. You you recreate that feeling in your subconscious. And you will not have a choice but to feel joy at that very moment. The number 30 way of finding joy is to give a little bit. Volunteer. Share your knowledge. Share your time. You give a little bit of yourself and it makes it has no choice but to make you feel so proud, so intelligent, so sharing, so generous. You see how it evokes all these wonderful feelings? You remember what I said at the beginning of, um, of the show? The more you expose yourself to positive feelings, the more you're going to feel positive. I also told you at the beginning of the show how I decided to create a group <clears throat> for survivors around the world, a support group that would exactly encourage people to talk and not feel alone and, and, and share, you know, that how important. Paying it forward is a very big value of mine. I felt so much pride, so... I felt warm in my stomach. I had an amazing first meeting last week. We just had our second meeting. And you know what? I'm not a leader. I'm just one of the girls. One of the survivors, but I've got that thing together. That's amazing. For those of you who also follow my work on my Facebook group, I share every second week of the so every 2 weeks Uh, I share a live where um, I have specific topics and I share on that. Just sharing my knowledge of what I've learned over the years and what I'm still learning and what I learned in school and I talk about different things and we interact makes me feel so much like I'm sharing and I'm giving a little bit of myself. I don't have millions of dollars to give, but if I can give what I can, you're sure I'm going to be doing it. But the feedback of my my followers or my viewers are amazing, amazing. And I, it shows me that I'm doing the right thing and I'm at the right place. So uh, really, I think that giving a little bit of yourself has no choice to make you feel good. And make you realize that you have a lot more than you thought you did. And you did not lose as much as you think you do. So just to recap, number one, we stroke up a conversation with someone, right? And we fed off each other. Number two, we made a joy list. Number three, we gave a little bit. Now for number four, my favorite, be kinder. I will explain. Give me a sec. I told you that I have a background in sales and um, for 30 plus years. There is nothing that would make me feel more annoyed. (laughs) Annoyed, if I will say. You know when you're standing and you're saying hi to people and they just zoom by you and they never saw you? It's like you're a piece of shit or you're a piece of plank on the wall or something. That's not cool. But instead of getting bitter over these people that would do that over the years, I would say have a great day and i would like really really say it out loud like really loud people across the department would hear me okay have a great day sir (laughs) i hope your day is going better (laughs) okay maybe it's a little bit sad um sarcastic of me to do that but you know what that is being kinder when you hold the door it's a stupid act right there's someone in front of you you hold the door open that is so nice. I, I I mean, we laugh because we call it sh- sh- um, chivalry. You know, when the, in the 50s and 60s, men would open and close the doors for women and whatnot, but it was nice. Why can't we do that as a society to each other? Another way to be kinder, I love this one, give compliments if you start giving three to five compliments to strangers every day it could be on their clothes it could be on their lipstick it could be on on anything on their particular knowledge or thank you so much for sharing or thank you for all the info you gave me i'm gonna think about it but you're giving a compliment or i appreciate you is the biggest compliment i find i appreciate Thanks for giving me that information. I appreciate. Thanks for spending time with me. I appreciate. Thanks for cooking a meal for me. Those are things that don't cost anything and they lighten the mood around us. And you have no choice but to stop being grumpy. You have no choice to feel kindness. I'll give you another example, another story. That one, like, that melted my heart. I lived on a street where there was people of, it was multi ethnic, people of everywhere, right? And I'm just sitting on the balcony talking to my friend, and a man walks by, and I just say, Bonjour, say, bonne journée, have a great day. And the man keeps walking a few steps forward, and he turns to me and says, Who are you talking to? I said, To you, sir? To me? Do I know you I said no sir I've never seen you before I just wanted to tell you have a good day and I went back to my friend but that man was shocked that someone from the neighborhood would take the time just to say hi and bye to him and he, he left with a whole different walk when he when he went back to do what he was gonna do I saw his body language change that made me feel good. I made him feel good. And he made me feel good. So being kind is not a big thing. It could be for kids to go and put their dishes in the sink to help mom and dad. It could be for the husband to put the clothes in the hamper and not leave it on the floor for the mom to pick up on the to pick up. It could be banal things like that. I could talk about couples in another episode, but not now. I want you to realize that acts of kindness are are anything. If you see someone walking down the street, an old lady, and she's got bags from grocery and a cane and whatnot, and she's having a hard time. If you're in, in the possibility of giving her a hand, if you're not in a wheelchair yourself or walking with a cane yourself... Do something nice for other people. You're going to feel amazing and you're going to make their day. I could tell you that number five is exercising, but I'm not. Because you know you should be exercising, even if it's in increments of two minutes. I'm not going to tell you that. I did not just tell you that. So the real number five, I love Especially spring is coming, so I really, really love. It's adding color to your home and your wardrobe. Black is a classic, yes. Um, um I was living with my father-in-law, my ex-father-in-law, and uh, he really, really did not like the color black. And I'm like, well, why? It's, it's a classic. It goes with everything, blah, 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 blah. And he says, no, it's color for the dead. And I said to myself, well, that was pretty harsh. But the reality is black is nice. It's a color, right? It's, it's, it's classic. It's, it's anchoring your whole thing. But if you notice, when you wear just black all the time, your soul feels heavy. But if you only add a pair of socks of a color... Or a bracelet of a color for ladies. Or a you know something you're visually going to see. Not a hairband that you're not going to see. Something I want you to visually see it. And I want you to pay attention how you feel. Just me telling you this. The story between black and colored socks. My body felt different. When I said colored socks. I love color. I have lots of black because I have to work in black. But color in your home what is it to put a throw or put a plant with greenery and a colored vase you can buy some dollar store paint and color your vase all the time the same vase different color Um, you know it's fun it's fun and it lightens the mood and it shows your character like before my house was more in the browns and the dark colors and you know burgundies and whatnot. Now my apartment is pretty much all white with a lot of accent colors. I need life. There's tons of plants, there's tons of colored accessories, there's a lot of bling. It changes the mood immediately. My bedroom here is black because I like it dark, but my living room has Full of color. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode because you know what? I found a lot of joy in it. I couldn't wait to come and do my episode and share this with you guys. So I want to reinforce that life around you, if you really, really pay attention, is full of silver linings. Silver linings mean that there's beauty in everything if you only allow it if you allow yourself to see it there's tons of happy moments around you all the time you know that you can reach me on facebook at stroke surviving the odds underscore the pod page and on instagram at surviving the odds underscore the podcast I am going to be linking at the end, uh, in my description, excuse me. I'm going to be linking uh, the different ways you can get in touch with me. Also, my support group. Don't forget the support group every Monday from 1 to 2. Uh, So I'm going to be linking that. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You got um, a few good ideas, a few tips, and I'm going to be talking to you very soon. I love you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much.